Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 8. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are hopping in our time rover once again to head back to the days of special effects, the magic of Hollywood, and props galore. That's right. We're doing a theme park throwback episode all about the Backlot Tour at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hooray for Hollywood. It's, I mean, I know it's the wrong ride, but it's still a good song. That's exactly what I had in my head, so that's perfect. I really thought I'll... you were going to say dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I am not prepared. That's not what we discussed. <laughs> this wasn't what I signed up for. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Dr. Mars, help! Wikipedia. No. Alicia Rochelle, help! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what a queen she is. Um... For real, though. <laughs> but um, if you guys cannot tell and you're wondering who would come on to do this wonderful and amazing journey into the past with me, well, it's Corey. Hello. And Victoria. Hello. I am so happy to have you both back on the show. It's been quite, it's been a minute. Um, and I am very excited to have you both on because uh, I genuinely enjoy this attraction quite a bit and I genuinely enjoyed it the first time and only time I wrote it. Um, hey, and I can't ditto. wait to talk about it. Same. Ditto. <laughs> oh my gosh, same. <clears throat> like, like I, I know a lot of people really talk a bunch of smack and like they didn't like it and it was kind of boring to them, but I was that person who was glued to every single second. Every inch of concrete that stupid will went over, I was excited about. <laughs> that was a that was a whole thrill for you, huh? <laughs> it was. I was so excited about it because I just I, I'm I'm kind of a nerd for like those for like tours and learning and all that kind of junk. So we love to be a tour and an attraction. I was just ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> but before we move on, since you uh, guys may or may not know, the Backlot Tour was a staple of Disney's Hollywood Studios, formerly Disney's MGM Studios, and unofficially formerly Disney Studios. Um, for many, many years, it opened with the park in 1989 and closed in 2014 to make way for Toy Story Land and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Which most would say was a good closure. I feel like that was a good trade. It was a good trade-off. I can agree. I'll it, take it, it. It had its time. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it had many variations from at one point being half of the park with a tour time of over two hours all the way down to a 30-minute experience. Ooh. And to learn more about the history um, I recommend Yesterworld's video all about the tour. You can find that on YouTube because he goes into way more depth than I will be going into with the history here because this is about our experiences and not the history. <laughs> Facts. That's on period. Because we got in this time over and traveled back in time to go experience, not to learn about it because that's what books are for and videos. Are you telling me we did not get in this time over to go get an Iguanodon? <laughs> Not this time. Okay, so, like, I borrowed it. Me and Dr. Seeker have, like, this thing. Like, I give him some doubles for Magic Kingdom because he never gets them, and then he gives me the time rover. It's a good trade. Look, do we do we really trust Dr. Seeker, though? Like, Well, no, but he's the only one who's willing to give me a time rover. Okay. Dino That's true. That's true. I guess we don't have much options, do we? <laughs> he's the only one who's crazy enough and just not scared enough of Dr. Uh, Marsh to give me the, the time rover. So, you know, we're good. He was just talking about seatbelts. I mean... Uh, that's all he was doing, honestly. Just plug them in. Exactly. Usually. And like for the cost of like ten dollars, it's not that bad to get a whole time over. So 
you know, Dang. it is what it is. I might have to, to give me his number. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you after we record. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and drive all the way back to Disney's uh, MGM Studios at the time and slash Hollywood Studios, just depending on when you wrote it. And uh, let's go ahead and start talking about it. Corey, you start us off. Tell us about your memories of the Backlot Tour. All right, so I have to I have to preface all of this by saying that I only had the chance to ride it once. Like, it wasn't there very long. Um, when we first started going to Orlando, uh, my father and I, we liked to, we, liked, we were universal people. <coughs> it's just, we just kind of did universal. You know, that was our pick. Um, so, whenever I, we started going to Disney, uh, there wasn't very much time to the point where like, you know, the backlot tour was closed pretty soon after we started going to Disney. Oh, wow. Um, so we only, I, we only got to do it once, but I do remember it quite a bit because I was, I was of age, I guess. You know, when you're younger, you don't remember every little thing, right? You know how that is. Yeah. yeah. Like memories so, kind of get blurred. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little blurry, but I, I remember this one pretty well. And I, one of my favorite things besides catastrophe canyon of course you know that's just a given um <laughs> but i always loved the um i love the little what was it the airplane boneyard is that what they oh, call it yeah, yeah where they had they had waltz they had waltz playing <coughs> in there and stuff um i loved the boneyard yeah i was that was probably my favorite thing i, I really enjoyed that because um it's just I, I like seeing like it will, I think they did they have didn't they have a section too with they had they had like movie cars I remember I think I remember yeah because like yep. there was like Herbie and yeah then it, had it was something the else other too. ship from Flight of the Navigator yeah 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 that's yeah, right I, I remember those but there, there was a, there was a few things there I mean props came and went but there were a few things yeah but the the like I said the, the airplanes where I thought were the, I thought that was really cool I always always really loved that and um, I did like too. Um, I don't. This is see. This is where it gets a little hazy for me. But I also really loved. Um, they had a like a. It was like was it like a residential section or something? Um, and my, they did. You know they what did, I'm talking yeah. about? And yep. they got they got rid of it whenever they put uh, lights, motors, actions in. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's actually the sec. That's one of the sections I never got to see on mine. Really? Because I was like, I was about 13 or 14 when I uh, did mine. I mean, we'll get to it. But okay. like that that was gone by the time I finally. got Wow, to the mine. fact that you even saw that is like. <laughs> really amazing because well, i don't know anybody <clears throat> my age anyway that got to see that well see that's funny that's the weird part for me is like it's see i like it, i was like i said when we started going to disney that there was that super weird like the, like that whole back area of like mgm was going through that weird transition period you know uh, when they put like yeah. actions in mm-hmm. and it was just that it was a weird transition period and i can't quite remember exactly what i got to see on the tour but I really remember that. I remember that residential section for some reason. I don't know. That it, is, it, it, like, well, there speaks were, to me. There were really cool. There were two really cool things in that residential section that I learned mm-hmm. a while back from that video, um, Mr. World's video. Um, uh, at one of them, uh, one of the houses, which is the biggest thing for me, okay. um, was my absolute favorite thing. I was obsessed with it, and I would still be obsessed with it today. It was the um, exterior shot for the house of the Golden Girls. That's right. Oh. That was there, wasn't it? <laughs> really? Yeah. And I am such a huge Golden Girls fan, it's not even funny. Dang. So, like, I would love to go see that house. That's um, really cool. I didn't even know can. that. <clears throat> yeah, and I loved the Golden Girls. And, yeah, so that was there. And then also Herbie used to be back there, an animatronic Herbie that would like charge at the tram in like the the when it first opened in the 80s and i think it lasted until like uh i think like mid 90s it lasted maybe not even then but they had an animatronic herbie that would like 
rev up and do a wheelie and like charge at the the tram that's cool. which i think is pretty cool because i like herbie i think it's represented like, herbie's awesome i mean i my uh, my dad and i just got done watching like all the classic herbies and I, I just i love all of them except for i don't know how to big gold bananas fan but the other the the three like older ones or whatever are really good yeah like, i just i really enjoy them they're, they're good movies <laughs> um oh uh, one more thing i want to mention before i forget um see this is another one of them things like i said i i'm sorry i'm not being so descriptive like i said i only got the chance to do it once and i like i said it, i was a little younger so you know like i said memories are kind of weird when it gets that point but i really i really remember the pre-show there was some kind of pre-show and i don't remember exactly what they did but there was i remember we we, we got out of queue and then we went into this pre-show area and they had it was like a little lagoon and i was it was pearl harbor was it pearl at harbor, least that that's what it was for me okay that's yeah, probably that's what, what it was, was for me as well that's probably what it was for me too then um i just i remember that because then i remember from there you went into like kind of another queue area and then you went right up into the after that you went into the you know the actual tram but i just i remember that that little pre-show pretty pretty well i just don't remember like i said there's little details i just don't remember about it but um and like i said of course you know catastrophe canyon is really cool you know it's it's a it's a neat little thing um, I was actually I actually had the uh, I actually had the uh, privilege of doing it again uh, when I went to uh, Paris this past. Um, that year. was I saw that because oh, yeah. they still have their because I saw their uh, tram tour and I was so yeah me too I was so excited. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it a little bit more, but I'll, I'll yeah I'll do that when it's my turn. <laughs> but, but anyways, it was just it was weird to see it, and it's kind of weird because I think it's uh, I think Paris is announced that they're closing the tram tour correct oh it's already closed they are yeah, yeah and it would it, i've heard rumors it's supposed to become some kind of cars attraction yeah or something related to cars i think that's what the um, word on the street is but yeah it's so it was just it was it was weird seeing that scene when it had in paris that was, that was definitely funny at the studio park there but um other than that though like i said it's kind of hard for me to really like elaborate on memories and stuff because I, I did ride it and I did I do I do have you know memories of it I I can like there was many times where I was you know we were doing the lights motors action you could I remember the trams just driving by you know what I'm talking about how they had that you know they had to do that they had to do that little like yeah half it was circle. like that one little wrap around yeah like they had to do that little half circle thing to get back into the the, the loading <laughs> station or whatever and I remember I like I remember it was always around I just I don't know why that I didn't ride it more often I guess maybe it was just one of those things you know there's like there's, I don't know, there's, I guess there's always things at the theme parks that we kind of just, where they're there, but we just don't do them. Yeah, I don't right. know if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I don't care what theme park you go to in the country. I don't care if it's an amusement park. There's that one ride. You just don't do that often. It's like... It, it, just because you don't. It's like, you I know? feel like... It's not like a reason. I feel like it's a sin for me saying this, but for the longest time, I never realized that Maelstrom was even in the World Showcase. And that's, that's horrible of me to say, but no, I, really. it was just true. Because Maelstrom was I, like, it was just one of them things that we didn't even know about. And then we like, we're like, you know, Maelstrom. And then we we're like, well, let's go check it out. And we, it was actually really enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I enjoy Frozen. Don't get me wrong. Frozen's really cool. But uh, Maelstrom was definitely unique. And I, I kind of felt bad that I never knew about it for all them years. But it, there's always attractions like that for me. I'm always, that's one of the beauty things about going back to those parks so many times is you can experience yeah. new things. I absolutely agree. So, I do too. Like, what you know? What's funny about this to me, though, just in general, like before we even move on yeah. to anything more, it's just like this attraction. 
survived over two decades. Yeah. Like, it lasted throughout the entire 90s and entire 2000s. It closed in 2014. Like, that was my junior year of high school that it closed. And so... God, I'm old. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, no. was, I was already two years out of high school at that point. Yeah, it's just about, yeah. Same. Well, I, I also got held back. Scott. Um... Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, that was just a, that was just a, a one oh, liner. There was such a long pause. That I thought everybody was. dropped and I panicked. <laughs> I was, there was some the dramatic, shock of it all. Dramatic effect. <laughs> no, I got it, it's a long story. I didn't get held back for grades. I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just so crazy how this attraction lasted so long. Um, and like I I I reached out and tried to get some people who um, were older than the three of us to see if they had um, experienced the full attraction. Yeah. And uh, sadly, nobody could really join us who had experienced the full, like, almost three-hour, maybe a little bit around three-hour tour that it started out being. Um, which, honestly, this may sound crazy. I would have loved. Oh, I would have loved that, too. That. I, oh. I genuinely don't know anyone that's done the whole thing. No, I don't. Yeah, I. I think I don't. I don't even know if I do either, because like, because like the whole three-hour tour did not last. Yeah, it didn't last throughout the entire nineties. Yeah. They like cut it down um, drastically. Yeah, it, it it ended up getting split into two different tours. So like, it was almost kind of a rarity to get to do the full like three-hour tour. Three-hour no. tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a part, and I remember seeing this in I don't know if it was Yes the World's video, but wasn't there like a part where you actually went through the animation studio and you could see them like doing Mulan and like all those movies that were made there? I think that I think that was a separate. Tour, was that when they split it? But okay. Uh, from I just rewatched the video before this so I could like get some fun facts and stuff. Um, so basically, the the first half of the tour was the tram tour, and that was like two hours. And then the last hour was um, a walking tour through like the production facilities when you know Hollywood Studios had production facilities. Yeah. Um, because if you guys didn't know, Hollywood Studios once was a fully uh, operating studio, television and movie studio. Uh, uh, but. Uh, that was part of it and I think the animation thing was a separate tour but like they were so close together that you know it it wouldn't surprise me if they had put the animation the animation part as a tour like as as part of it you know so I'm not fully sure but like I do know they had that animation tour because Mulan and Pocahontas and I think Lion King were all made yeah I want to say they were at all Hollywood there, Studios yeah. I think Lilo and Stitch was Lilo too. and Stitch was made there too yeah yeah because like there there were a lot that area is now Star Wars Launch Bay. Just so everybody knows, that used to be the animation building where they did the movies. and after and be in between it was animation courtyard where it was just like they did the secret meet and greets there, quote unquote right. secret. <laughs> secret on the map. <laughs> Secretly on the map. Um, but yeah, no, I I. I think it's really cool that all three of us got to experience it, which like it sound it sound like the way we talk about it kind of makes it sound like it like it was almost like this rare attraction you got you got to do, which it wasn't, but it was also one of those attractions where it was like if you were going to do it, you had to be ready to right. dedicate dedicate time. I mean, even at even at the end of its life, it was still a thirty 
to 35 minute attraction mm-hmm. where personally I'm somebody who kind of misses like long drawn out attractions which sounds kind of silly um, well, no, it's, but I enjoyed it's not. I was always the kid who enjoyed it's it it's not silly at all because uh, the, the studio <laughs> tour in Universal Studios Hollywood is one of my all time favorite things like ever I, I I, I, if they made it two hours or three hours, I would ride it just the same. I, I, I like being on, I like long rides like that. That's why, that's one of my favorite things. That's why I like the, uh, that's why I like the people mover so much. Oh, I love, uh, I love. I, I just, I like the length of it. I don't know. It's, it's just the way. I don't know. It's kind of one of the things. Same here. Well, like, it's just so peaceful. Yes. And it long attractions are a good way where, like, personally, I'm like. I paid a lot of money to be here. I'm getting my money's worth yes. of a 20-something minute attraction, 30-whatever-minute attraction and it, that I paid my money to get. And if it's not very long, there better be a lot of fire because I know that they spent a lot of money using <laughs> Look, the, just the don't gas. Look, hungry. Yeah, don't exactly. Don't be hungry when you, when you get on this ride. No. <laughs> Do not. Well, what's funny enough is when, when it opened, there was literally a break in between, and that's where Backlot Express, what, oh, Back, Backlot right. Express was that break. It was the restaurant to... to are you serious? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about oh that. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So ba- yeah, Backlot Express was made to be the in-between break of the tour. I hated working uh, in Backlot, by the way. I'm sorry. I hated it. <laughs> I can imagine. And then they also added uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playset um, as the, you know, the playground that was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. R.I.P. Loved it. Um, but they also added that as like a way for kids to get energy out into <laughs> For before the second part of the tour, I just so I I swear it makes so much sense, but the, the continuity of it, with like of having the like that's where you stop to eat is the Backlot Express. That's cool. I like that a lot. It really puts it like, kind of like actually makes a map in your head because now it's like oh okay well that makes sense as to why all these things are here because once they once they broke it apart it was just like why the heck do they got this Honey I Shrunk the Kids playset here. Yeah. Right, because well, because you know when they put it in, it was the brand new Smash film. Honey, I'm trying to get that a large present, which is all stuff I learned from Osito. It had a very large presence um, in this attraction. Like it had like the shrink ray, and there was like uh, Goldie Hawn and um, um, what is his name? The guy who plays. Oh my goodness! Zelensky. Oh, Rick Moran. Wasn't it? Rick I know Moranis? his name, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Yes. There you go. Rick Moranis and Goldie Hawn, they um they were the host of the second half of the tour. So like on the videos. Really? They hosted and Bette Midler would pop in from time to time too. See that like that kind of see that kind of stuff. Like wait, are you talking about like the original tour, the three hour stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like the original one. Okay. Like n- none of none of that was around when I did okay, I was gonna say I don't remember like I don't it was probably gone that, so. for for us. Oh it, it was gone because like they weren't doing productions in the because I went in the late 2000s. That was I believe it or not, I've only ever been to Hollywood Studios once. That's that's depressing um, for me. I, I'm a big I'm a Hollywood Studios stan. I, I I I love I love modern Hollywood Studios. I think it's great. But I I would have gone on my last trip except it was during that time where there was uh like Muppet Vision. Mm. Star Tours and oh, Tower okay. Tour and Rock and Roll and like that was it was like the three that, rides because like everything else was that's back when... for me then that's where I got my start with the company uh oh <laughs> cause like I was like mm, I'm not just gonna like no nope, not that, for me you know. <laughs> no for real Hollywood Studios was a 
was quite the dump for a while. It truly was. <laughs> it was. But now now she is she's done with her glow up. She's, she's thriving. doing well. And her she is her continuity, well, she will be her continuity might not work so <laughs> yeah. well, but it, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. But she like, getting you know, there. She getting there. Some... <laughs> we can't really say anything because pretty much every studio's park in yes. the entire world is exactly like Hollywood yep. Studios and Universal now. They're all the same. Like all their all their continuity and originality is gone. It's just about like their original theme. Yeah, it's not it's not about the theming anymore. It's more about like each individual area, which is fine with yeah. me. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I've always been a I've always been a Universal fan, so that doesn't that's never bothered me. But right. you know, well, I'll say this: Universal sold it really well in the 2000s when they were getting rid of all that, and they were like. Universal is where you can ride the movie. <laughs> okay, that makes like, sense. You, make, yeah. makes you know, sense that's why the movies aren't connected. Yeah, like the movies aren't connected because I'm going to ride separate movies. Yep. I'm stepping into the movies to ride them and experience them. That there makes sense. When really it was, we don't know what our theme we is. Ju- we just decided to open it. We thought this would be fun. <laughs> right. And you know what? Same thing Hollywood Studios did. So I'm not even mad. It's basically the theme park version of just sticking unthemed roller coasters wherever. Yeah, basically what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, oh no, ahead, I was saying, yeah, that's right. That's pretty much it. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the uh, studio studios parks were a fad, and now that fad is gone, and now they're trying to figure out what to do with the fad. It's like when you go clean out your attic and you find all the toys that you got when you were a kid, and you're like, "What was this? Why did I like oh, my this? all these fidget spinners?" <laughs> right. <laughs> Why did I have so many Beanie Babies? Speaking of fidget spinners, I literally, I seen, I was at like a flea market. This is back before all this other stuff started, but it was, it was like a flea market. They are so, they are so like desperate to get rid of them. They were selling them like two for 50 cents now. Like they're, they're really trying to, they're trying to pack. Really? I got two for $5 when I bought mine. Oh my goodness. And I wanted it. I wanted it just to annoy people. Yeah. Just to be like, I have this, and I know you hate it. Oh, I, so that is why I have I, it. <laughs> I got into it, dude. I had I had a few metal ones. Like I was, I liked it. I was a fan. I had one. I never and had one. But like, <laughs> but I swear, I saw them. They were they were just like in a big bin, and they were selling them for like two for fifty cents or something. I'm like, man, they were. You might as well just give them away for free. I know. Right. <laughs> like, thanks for shopping. Here you go. Here's a like giving a sucker out to a little kid. Just give him a fidget spinner instead. I mean, like, make a purchase. Here's a free fidget spinner. With exactly. You. That's how you do it. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Take three. Oh. <laughs> but back to Ted Nugent. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love a good tangent. <laughs> we love Ted Nugent. Um, but yeah, Victoria, tell us some of your memories. Of um, so, well, just like Corey, I was actually able to experience the one at Studios and the one at um, Paris. And it was literally... And it was Harry. literally for each of them. It was a year before they would close, and I only did it once for both of them. <laughs> I know, oh crazy, gosh. right? So, um, I so backstory. I did quick service for my college program in 2012. So this is when I first experienced studios and everything. That's where I started. So my first experience with this ride was working across it in that giant Coke bottle. Oh my goodness! With that water coming, out. that no, bottle. I don't. <laughs> That's fine. I that loved it. Was so annoying because <laughs> it would go off like every thirty seconds. I was like, I really hate this mess. Wait, there was something in the yeah, Coke bottle. Me. 
I didn't know there was like a like a yeah, store or something. Yeah, service location. You could get like fruit there. Like you got your drinks there. Obviously, Coke products, and then like out of the top of it, it would miss. So people would always yeah, because like the cap would yeah, open and, and people would, would always yep. be around, but they wouldn't buy anything. And I'm like, can you leave? And then I'm cold because it's missing. But <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but that was my first time ever really noticing it. Didn't get in it yet. Second time was um, Star Wars weekends because that's when I started my program and Star Wars weekends was happening. And part of the queue was um, for Darth Maul. Mm. It was switched Darth Maul and Darth Vader. Didn't ride it yet. So, <laughs> so my program started in May and I wouldn't ride it until like August or like September. Wow. And I remember... I have a kind of a vivid memory of it, so I'm going to try and describe it the best way I can. So you go up a ramp and, like, on the sides of the ramps, I believe, are, like, giant yeah. posters, and I distinctly remember Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. I do, too, because Pearl Harbor was, like, Pearl everywhere. Pearl Harbor was everywhere, and I'm just, like... But I also had just learned about Pearl Harbor in history class, and I was like, wait, there's a movie about this? Oh, there's one about the Holocaust, too. <laughs> I know, I know, but like as a kid, I was like, I don't understand. Well, it, this seems like it would be wrong. I have to. <laughs> it's not like I get it now, but like at the time, I was like, this seems right. like it would be wrong. Well, I have to, I have to get this out just real yeah. quick. If you're gonna watch any Pearl Harbor movie, make sure you watch Tor Tor Tor. It's more historically accurate than Pearl Harbor. Yeah, is, so. that's the only reason I don't. And I hate to say, like, <laughs> I love Pearl Harbor when I'm in a romantic mood, but you don't oh, no, watch it's... it for like historical context. Yeah, there's no historical value really. except the actual <laughs> scene where they. Sh- yeah. They showed the bombing, but other than that, if it's it's mainly for females. I'm sorry, but <laughs> but nothing wrong. Nothing with wrong that. with that. I'm just saying, don't don't be shown in a history class like my history. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, he didn't show the whole movie. He just showed the scene. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, that was good. Oh, really? Because in fourth grade we watched Titanic. I mean, that was kind of accurate though. <laughs> That was, I was going to say, What's yes, it? at least that was accurate, but there's some scenes in there that's kind of interesting. Okay, they tried to skip it, but when they pressed fast forward, it, like, showed a very small <laughs> and we were like, I mean, when it's time, it's time. I mean, we weren't mad. We were like, okay, we understand. Oh, oh. what was I saying? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, no, Victoria. I, I didn't mean to Oh, go no, 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 no. So then you, um, it's fine, Corey. So I, I was trying to figure out where I left off. I'm not even in the ride yet, but <laughs> yeah. So then, you were talking about the Pearl Harbor posters and stuff. Um, then you go in, and I think it'd be like, I'm, am I confusing this with disaster? No, I'm not. Okay, so <laughs> no, because they both had yeah, disasters disaster had, had like the yeah. casting, and then so did yeah. the tram tour because they weren't similar at all in yeah that's why I was like let me make sure I'm not confusing it with disaster but they did have the pre-show and then they would like explain everything blah 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 and I'm like can we just get on this thing so then they would um take you (laughs) I'm sorry I'm very I'm very (laughs) so then they take you to the Pearl Harbor room and it's like this giant lake and they pick I think like three or four people to do the demonstration and for my first time me and my friends were chosen for the demonstration Ooh, so I they love put that. us in like these these singing in the rain like costumes ponchos hey. yellow as crap but I'm like look I'm sorry I'm black I just don't get my hair wet <laughs> 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 
No, thank you. I'm just like, please don't wet my hair. So <laughs> they did the demonstration, and I actually kind of got a little freaked out. I'm like, man, they're going to ruin my hair. But they did not. It was actually really, really interesting to watch how they did the the demonstration. I honestly don't remember how they, they did it exactly. Well, from the video I watched, and I, I remember it distinctly because I was enthralled by this because I'm just a sucker for any kind of like special mm-hmm. effects thing. Uh, always have been. So like, they would have three people on the boat and then one person in like this tank. And basically they would like, sh- they would play the sound effects and all that stuff and talk about yes. sound design mm-hmm. and all this. And talk about how they used pressurized air to shoot water up to make it look like the bullets were coming down and the bombs and basically they would soak y'all to the bone sadly Um, (laughs) which I don't know who was like yes let's completely destroy to be fair we didn't get soaked soaked but there definitely was water like they they really the suit actually protected you really well like my shoes were a little bit wet but that's about it okay I mean I feel like I could get behind that but like I mean that's not too bad because like it, like they really just soaked people and there was like fire effects and then the big tank like dumped gallons of water down a ramp onto the person who was in that little square yeah, it wasn't thing. me it was my friend Patrick <laughs> wasn't me and, now was he soaked to the bone because I don't understand how you can like drown somebody in like a water park style dump oh yes <laughs> and we cannot forget about the waiver of course so <laughs> there was there was yeah. a waiver yeah, I love that. just like you know, just a regular procedure. They sat there and explained everything to us, and we were just like, "All right, whatever. We work here anyway. We already sold our souls." <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, we get right off where we go with the rest of the tour, <clears throat> get on the tram, and I distinctly remember because I don't know why this was my always my favorite part, but we would go through this like kind of tunnel, and we would see like costuming, and they would. I love that part. I'm going to get to it. But like, I, I don't know why it. I loved it. I just <laughs> loved it. And then like, I don't know why. I don't remember if it was this part where I saw this or like when we get to the end. But I distinctly remember seeing high school musical costumes. I could see that because I mean, that's like around the time high school was. Yeah, like out. I remember that distinctly, but I don't remember if it was like towards the end of the ride where you go through like the little exhibit into the gift shop and then leave or if it was in costume I want to say it was in that costume tunnel but then I could believe it I remember obviously the um, canyon scene the famous canyon scene I love it so much it is I I was going to say I was so happy to make Scott jealous a little bit oh my gosh honestly by that time we got to there I was so tired I was just like can I please just get off I'm so hungry because at the time I didn't know (laughs) I truly didn't know the ride like the tour was like 30 minutes and I was like all right well this will be something quick to do before we go find some food wrong (laughs) wrong I was like dying I'm like Jesus Christ I just want to go eat But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was actually really cool to see how they, like, did all those special effects. Like, I will give the tour that much credit. Like, it was really fascinating to learn about how they do the effects in the movie, and then you would be in it. Like, I love that they did that. Um, I think that's also kind of, like, a generational thing for us. Like, we're one of those last generations where, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, you know, spoil on y'all, like, Gen Zers or anything, but I'm saying, like, 
millennials are kind of like I feel like we were that last generation where like the quote unquote movie magic kind of like still very interesting to a guest yeah like <clears throat> I mean like we 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 grew up in that time where like yeah we still had YouTube and stuff but like YouTube like was the still internet new like you weren't really seeing right like like um even in like I was even in my like my my middle school days like everything was still kind of new and like you were still learning new websites were popping up all the time well, see and like see my my theory with that here's my biggest theory uh, don't get me wrong mm-hmm. like practical effects are still used nowadays oh yeah but we we but can all agree much. that cgi is kind of the main mainstay when it comes to movie making oh, nowadays. Absolutely. of course there's not really as much as you can show off about cgi as you can with practical effects with cgi all you can show off is a screen right and then you could like kind of you can exactly. kind of show how it works and that's stuff. very true like that's very so true. but us us being a little bit older i think it actually helps us be, uh, be more interested in the movie magic part of it because um a lot of the movies that we you know grew up with still used a lot of practical effects compared to now you know compared to now you know there's a lot more exactly like i don't know if you guys have seen that that uh behind the scenes of the mandalorian with the ship and everything how they is it already out like you know i don't know actually I've, i've i've seen pictures of it i've never actually i haven't watched the video i've just seen a picture oh 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 it's a video. no <laughs> yeah, it i was haven't like, seen that it was like a behind the scenes thing and it was showing <clears throat> excuse me it was showing how they were how much like the, like there was hardly any practical effect used at all in that and that, that that's my theory with that as far as like maybe why things like the studio tour are are changing like like, like i said the studio tour at hollywood right that's kind of yeah. you know they've changed that a lot throughout the years compared to what it used to be like it won't surprise me if, if we see you know god forbid i love it but i you know the, the original earthquake there at hollywood you know that that might get replaced eventually you know that's a very real possibility right. just like they got rid of the old mummy uh portion um tunnel yeah, yeah they got rid of that for fast and furious which that's a whole other thing what? but we're you not gonna get what? into we're that we're not gonna talk about that i'm just yeah we're not gonna get man, into that one <laughs> there, are, there are many things i can go on an extra long tangent with and it's that ride and oh. Avatar the Last Airbender movie. Those are things I can talk about angrily for several hours. <laughs> I can agree. I call it stupid charge. Well, you're talking to the only supercharged stan over here, so I'll be, oh, I'll be over know. here in my oh, corner. I know. Shame upon him. Oh, I'm ashamed. ashamed. I'll just oh. I'll take my shame and go away. Shame. Oh. Shame. <laughs> but no, for, for real, that's like you were just talking about that though about you know gen z compared to millennials as far as like things like that and movie magic that's my that's my theory on that I, and this is not us hating no, on gen z no, 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 no hate no, no. like this is not that yeah this is nothing like oh gen z ruined it no you didn't you 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 guys did not change how movies they were did made. though but just that, said anyways, they did no. but oh uh, I don't know if your yeah. memory and my memory are gonna make this a memory together okay let's now, see what happens you said you went to the one in Paris, right? Yes. So I went to the one in Paris a few years after ours closed in Florida. Okay. Now, there wasn't a canyon one, right? It was like you would go into like a street and there was like, I, I'm trying to remember, was it like a dragon or a robbery or something like that? Like there was never a yeah. canyon, right? There, there, was, there was both. There was both. There was both. Yeah. Uh, 
the studio, the backlot tour in Paris had more special effects. Yes, they did. I remember that very clearly. It was yeah, a lot. They, they had they had the at the very the very back of the tours where the catastrophe canyon thing was, and then when you came back up towards the end of the attraction, they I just did this last year. It's the only reason I remember okay. it so well. But it was about the it was that what was it? It was a UK movie, wasn't it? About dragons? Yeah, like yeah, I remember that. them saying that. And and it was using it was like a model of that. Uh, scene those scenes from that from the like the the I think it was like a, a rubbled one. Yes, that's what, what it was. was. That's what it was. Yep. And that, that that was that yeah those were two separate parts, but that was uh those were the two biggest set pieces as far as that that ride. Now goes. see, I remember that but, one um, more vividly because it was only 2016, and I actually have pictures versus 20. You know the one in studios where I have nothing. Like I have no. That's same. I don't. I don't have anything either. I wasn't like when I when I did the studio tour, um, it was that weird phase. Like I do, you know, I do pictures and video now, but it was in that weird phase where, like, when I was a kid, my dad used to take all the photos of me, you know, doing mm-hmm. things. Like that was he had his own cameras and stuff. Right, everybody had you know, the, that. The classic you know. Sony oh, yeah. cameras, but um, yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. Well, my my dad was so into it. He actually he went and bought like a dedicated camera for our vacations, which is it's so awesome because we have all these. We have a, like a giant stack of like old photos. Oh, that's what I want to do. I love it. I want to. I love that, that. But my boyfriend doesn't want kids. <laughs> I still currently print out my photos, like the ones I take now. Print I them out. When I print yeah. them out, so that I can have them for later. Because I'm yep. like, one day, you know. Well, the reason I do that is because the Disney trip I rode backlot tour on. Every picture I have from that trip is gone. Well, see, that's what I was. Because the only place it was on was on Facebook, and I deleted my Facebook years ago. And there's no way of getting those pictures back ever. And so I was like, I'm going to start printing out the stuff I do now so I don't lose well, those. Well, see, that's where, like, even your digital photos, Scott, I, I highly recommend you, you you at least, like, upload them to a computer somewhere if you have the ability to. And even even if you print them out, also put them on, a, like, a separate yeah. hard drive for storage. That's that way you always right. That way you always have backups because you always want to. I've, I can't tell you how much data I've lost because I've only had, you know, I only had one storage <laughs> yeah. solution. So right back all the memories up because i have like i have all my photos like spread out between like three or four different Thank things you. just because i don't ever i don't ever want to <laughs> lose because I, I know that feeling that you had where you said you lost all those oh, on it facebook hurts. I, I, it hurts it hurts oh pretty bad there was one time i lost oh, I all my photos from so like one day and they were amazing photos like memories and everything and like, yep. i accidentally deleted them yep. and i and see i do that i do that for my grandma now too because she she had photos very important personal photos to her on her, one of her old phones and the old phone Aww. died and we weren't able to recover any of it Aww. so it, that that's really important to me I'm, I'm always i'm always like well from now on we're gonna have like three or four different backups we're gonna everywhere. have a backup for the backup <laughs> yep right so a tip to all listeners back up your photos so that you don't lose precious memories like we yes. all did <laughs> I, I didn't mean to go on a tangent there about that. I don't mean to laugh. No, that's no, important. No, 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 no. I think it was a very important one. Because, like, I mean, it really ties in. Because I had pictures of the back. I took so many pictures of, this yep. back, of the backlot tour. Because I was so, like, I mean, I'll get into it when it's my turn. But, like, I was so ecstatic to do this attraction that it was not even fun. Yeah. Um, but we'll get but, into it. What, what I was just saying, though, is, is I was in that weird transition mm-hmm. phase. 
of like there was like probably about four or five years where my dad and I just didn't take any photos like that's just I, I you know when you're I don't this is gonna sound funny I don't know if y'all were like this as kids but when I was a kid like the older I got the more I didn't I didn't want to take photos I was like I, was like, I don't want to take you don't need to take my photo because my dad was always the type of guy like like hey go over to stand oh over my there and God, take a photo oh and I I loved it as a no kid. I hated, I hated it, when it when I was a kid when I was like a, a trip to the picture people was a nightmare for me <laughs> oh no, no no I hated that but like if we were somewhere cool yeah like, if it was like one of those things where you put your head in the cutout I love taking pictures now of see that stuff when I was and that's when my my dad would always be like hey go take this photo well the older I got like I started getting like you know 10 11 I'm like I started really not wanting to do that anymore so my dad just kind of gave up and just we didn't take photos mm-hmm. there but then, then after that period, then I started doing my own. I started, doing, you know, I, when I got a cell phone, I started taking photos, and then that's when that, you know, that all kind of go off. But it was in between that period where I did the studio tour at Hollywood, you know, Hollywood Studio or MGM Studios, and I, and at that point, I would, you know, I have I have zero pictures of it. I don't, I have none anywhere. Right. The same. Yeah. Yeah. Same I only have me. what I have from my college program uh, and. It like when you when you look at these pictures, it's just like you think it's like from the nineties, but in reality it was twenty twelve. Like the hat is still there. Like like yeah. Streets it's of America so is still there. Funny to go look like yep. Oh, speaking of Streets of America, that was actually that is correct. part of the Yes tour. it is. And then they put the Osborne uh, and Yeah, well they, they did they didn't have any room. Like the the park was so popular, surprisingly. Um, that was shady. Wow, Scott. Okay, when the park opened, it had like no Tower of Terror was not there. There was no rock and roller coaster. It was Backlot Tour, was half of the park, and then you had indie and movie ride. That's all you and need. Muppets, and that was to it. be honest, that's truly <laughs> all you need: some Muppets and some indie and some great movies with some food in a bathroom. <laughs> that's all you I'm, need. <laughs> gotta have that bathroom. Make sure that bathroom's mm-hmm. there. That's important. But, like, the park was so popular that they ended up having to um, basically nix that from the tour so they had room for people to walk because nowhere, nowhere yeah, they, could get anywhere because it was so crowded. Yeah, they, needed the, they needed the walkway ain't space. Nobody, ain't nobody planned that beforehand, though? We spent all this money and no one planned that beforehand? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, well uh, to be fair, I, to be fair, Eisner really, like, just pushed that park to get open as quick as possible. We know why. Yeah. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> um, if you don't know why, go watch the yep. video. I recommend it. Um, there you go. <laughs> we love a good Eisner story. Do you have anything else you want to um, say about the Backlot Tour? There was an exhibit at the end. I remember that. Um, oh, yeah. It, it was like there a was, costume exhibit, if I remember correctly. That sounds right, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember and, that. Like, Honestly. Unlocking memories. Right, like triggering. I feel like yep. I didn't really value it when I worked there, just mainly because I kind of like, it was like, once I wrote it, I was like, this is just too long and I can't do it. Like, so it kind of right. made me not appreciate it as much, but then it left and I was like, dang, the only picture I have of it is part of the queue where I'm taking a photo of Darth Vader for Star Wars weekends. That's all I have. <laughs> and I'm not mad at the photo. I'm just saying that's all I have. And I'm like, wow. It's just like, I don't... Right. Yeah. And like, as as much as like... And this is just going to go on a slight tangent that I'm not going to dig too much into, but um, like, as, as much as like we talk about like nostalgia and kind of like 
you know, letting some of the rides die at the mm-hmm. park, and it's okay. It's time for it to go. And it, it was, was time for to go. I, 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 I think the thing for a lot of us was it, it's it's an it's an end to an era of a certain type oh, of yes. attraction. Yeah. Because like backlot chores are just not an attraction. They're probably never going to be again. I mean, you know, they'll still be there in Hollywood and whatnot, like actual Hollywood where you can go on actual yep. backlots. That's still going to be a thing. Because that's still going to be exciting for people. Just not at theme um, parks. But like... Yeah, no. Yeah, just not at theme parks. Like that style of attraction is probably gone for good and I, I i think that's one of the things that i i think you know nostalgia can play into that for a lot of people and i mean let's be fair there were a lot of people who really did not like the attraction but then there were people like me who loved loved this attraction and uh, you know i don't know that that's just my tangent is i just think i just think that's why a lot of people get kind of upset uh, in a way of being like oh man that kind of sucks i don't have anything or you know i didn't do it more because None of us kind of realized this is the end of like that kind of attraction. That's true. Well, I mean, well, I mean, if we can, if we can be honest, any kind of like major, like I guess, history turning point, and like like you're speaking of, you know, where this type of attraction is kind of dying out. Usually, usually you never realize it in the moment. It never. Mm-hmm. You usually you exactly. realize it later. It's always a hindsight. Thing, exactly. So. Exactly. It's it's, it, it's the same as like you know, special effects style attractions like you know Twister and Jaws and. Lord, and stuff like that, like these practical effects, special effects. That's okay. No, I hated it. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying I loved it. I I tended to like the rides people did not. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Um, Uh Oh. (laughs) But I am also I've also kind of been that kid who was always like optimistic about stuff and be like, well, this is what I like about it, and like I could like make myself like it. You know? Oh, you're so nice. (laughs) (laughs) you Uh, you could use some of that magic for supercharged to help me out list a little bit no that's a lot no that's a lot you beat me to it you beat me to it you beat me to it yeah i I was like no i can't i showed that to my my boyfriend was quarantined with me like a few weeks ago and i was watching like theme park history videos and i was like you know this was a ride i was going to take you on when we before our vacation got canceled and it was supercharged and it was a video about supercharged and we watched it and he was like was that it was that the ride wow that sucked i'm like from the video <laughs> just from my youtube video you could tell it sucked the amount of people who were like who go on that attraction expecting this amazing high thrill ride that you expect because it's fast you put and me on a party bus you put and you get you put me on a party bus with and a wraparound Tyrese. screen. That's all I got. That's it. I mean, we got the rocks. You didn't give me rock. a coaster, <laughs> right? I mean, come on, that's for something, right? Like, oh, oh, he's got the rock. I mean, his gun's bigger than I, Agent Obex. So. <laughs> 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 we're gonna we gotta, we gotta uh, leave this conversation but, before what? I get that <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were talking about the, the exit shot what's really cool to me um, is that see I, I remember the very end of the exit because it was in that kind of um, cartoon yes. Muppet style shot yeah. Yeah. and that was part of um, yeah. that was which part I love of that um, shot. something else too wasn't it that was con- yeah, it was that it. was connected to the place, wasn't it? No, wasn't it something else originally, I mean, I though? I, or am I thinking of something else? Oh. 
Well, yeah, it it it, it originally it, like it was still the cartoon kind of warehouse, but it wasn't themed right, rabbits. It right, was themed right, around right. the rabbits. Oh, okay. And so like it was full of like gags and props and cutouts from the movie that you could take pictures with and look at. Which is funny because the Street Squad car is um, actually in Backlot Express to this day. It's still in there. <sighs> right. Um. And what's uh, Roger Rabbit had a huge a huge presence on this tour. Um, one of the big highlights before they cut it was in the streets of America. Um, the the dip car was there and you would drive past and it would spray gas mm-hmm. with mist and like go kind of out of control and, you know, quote unquote, spray them with dip. So that, um, you know, I mean, that that was one of the big highlights because it, it, it brought, it, it brought that, you know, menacing vehicle Roger to Rabbit life was that it you could go by. And I thought that was- Let me tell you, Roger Rabbit was it honey i mean he was supposed to have he used to have a land wasn't he yeah yeah where where rock and roller coaster is was supposed to be a roger rabbit land with a roller coaster and a dark ride and a simulator and like all these amazing things man that wasn't that we didn't get which breaks my heart it was not in the budget budget because yeah no it really was because like uh in in the video he was talking about like they pushed a lot of money that was originally going to be used on other expansions to that but then there's a whole petty feud between spielberg and eisner and that's why we don't see roger rabbit very much anymore you got that parks. one billboard yeah he's got that billboard but like he was supposed to have a whole land he used to have meet and greets i love roger rabbit spielberg spielberg just looking out for his his home team universal that's, that's what, what he was doing. doing he was looking he you are absolutely right, right. <laughs> If y'all, if y'all, if y'all have ever wanted wanted to know what happened, it's just literally, it is just pettiness between two grown yep. men about a cartoon character, and that that is the reason we don't have Roger Rabbit things. Dang you, Eisner! <laughs> Dang, I'm mad at them both. Solve you your problems. The you hurt the people. Your people are suffering. <laughs> depriving us. Depriving. <laughs> um, but uh. I guess I'll jump to me. Some of my like favorite memories of uh, the the tour, um, the backlot tour was I I genuinely I'm gonna preface this. I used to watch the vacation planning VHSs all the time, and they would show off Catastrophe Canyon and the tour. And for some reason, I was mesmerized by the tour. I was mesmerized by Catastrophe Canyon to the point that like um, you you know how like in bathtubs they have like that bar you yeah. can lift, lift yourself <laughs> yeah. up, yeah, like right above the soap gist. So. For me, that was the tanker truck. Well, I was in the bathtub playing nice. around, and I would like fill a cup of water and pour it down, and like shake back and forth and like scream like I was on the That's awesome. <laughs> you you guys don't you guys don't know like what I did as a kid was I pretended I was at Universal and Disney, like that was my that that is what I did for I, fun. Like I would sit on my bed and pretend I was on Jaws. I would like I used to I would get in trouble. Sometimes I used to pretend like, that. I used to pretend that I would operate the rides. I did that a lot when I was a kid. I was very into that. I wanted, always wanted to be in a ride op. I, I was just that was something I always was into. Corey, we are such yeah. nerds. Yeah, all this I'm, is what I'm happens when you get into the game, like, is I didn't go till I was like eight years old, and at that age, I was literally afraid of my shadow. So, like, literally, <laughs> no, like, I should, no, I said, like, I kid you not. I had to get dragged on the haunted mansion, and then I couldn't sleep the rest of the trip because I was thinking that these ghosts were really gonna follow me. I was traumatized. I was. 
when I wrote uh, Men in Black Alien Attack for the first time, I was in tears because I am terrified of aliens. It's, it's an irrational fear, oh, no. I know, but I'm scared of them. That's the worst run. <laughs> and I know. Well, like, okay, I'm scared of them because for some reason, my family thought it'd be a great idea to make me do it. Um, alien Encounter. And I've been scared ever since. <laughs> <laughs> um, love. Wish I, love I could that do that right. Though, to be honest, know, that was that's it. where my <laughs> that is literally where it's literally where my fear came from. Was my parents took me on Alien Encounter, and I guess it just really seeped into my bones. And so now, when we we, we were going on, um, Alien Men in Black Alien Attack, I was in tears. The entire queue. I saw the little stick guys from the movie, and I. I, I'm not gonna say the word. I screamed. I almost pooped myself. Well, at least they I weren't gonna in, follow like, you home. You would have thought I was in like a Halloween. They were not gonna home. follow you home. My fear was just a little bit more rational than yours. <laughs> yeah, definitely more <laughs> rational than <laughs> <laughs> But um, that's besides the point. Like when I was a kid, I used to love to pretend I was on the attractions at home. Like that was what I did yep. for fun. Um, but so I used to pretend I was on backlot tour a lot because mostly catastrophe candy because that's all you saw the you know the tapes right. before YouTube. So all I could watch was the planning VHS tapes and just kind of assume what the attraction. You could probably find the whole video on YouTube. Uh, now. Oh uh, yeah, I do, I I have. You know what? Reference. I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Uh, but, but Loki. Um, I still, I still. Loki have send me the send me the playlist. <laughs> I will. It's really good. It's it's like all the it's like it's the the planning VHS tapes, and then I have another place that's all like the Discovery Channel and oh, like Travel Channel those. behind the theme park things. Yeah, like it has like Busch Gardens and Vegas and like class Hollywood just, and like all these other classic. It's like parks it's just Universal. It's got Samantha it Brown vibes is basically, but like that type of stuff. Oh, I, I love, love that. that so it much. is. I love Samantha Brown, and I also have the Under Wraps saved from when uh, Mark Summers went oh. to Disney World. I, I I'm a or, big uh, Mark Summers fan. Unwrapped. I like I like Mark Summers a lot. He's, he's I am too. Cool. He can he can come to the cookout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, so I was obsessed with attraction in the first place. So first going in, I was thoroughly impressed across across from the great Coke bottle. Um, you know why would you trigger me like that? <laughs> I'm just picturing I picture Victoria just just sitting in there in like a fresh. She's just like in her own fresh hell. And Scott's like, oh my god, I, so I can cool. literally so cool. I can literally like see her season of rage like. I swear, if you go off one more time, you, go, <laughs> you truly don't like, know how much I hated working in that freaking Coke bottle, man. You really don't. You got like she like grabs the walls and like shakes the whole thing. Back you got like twenty people just standing around, misting the smile and having a good time, and you're sitting in there and you're all. You got a good picture right there because that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you guys don't remember, there was that crashed train. Yeah. Oh crap! I forgot all front, about that. And I thought that would. I thought it was the coolest thing that it like busted through the wall and it was smoking and like the wheels were turning and like I just thought it was so cool. So I was super excited to get on the tram tour. Which obviously, you know, that's one of those things that kind of <laughs> makes it seem more exciting than it is, which I'm fine that's with. What gets them you know, in. Whatever, that's I don't what care. It was still it was cool. Um, but you know, we went through the whole thing and we went through uh, the Pearl Harbor thing, which I enjoyed because I'm again I'm a sucker for special effects displays. 
But something I absolutely flipped out about. Um, oh, also, I learned about the movie Splash there because the Splash oh, Mountain was right in front of it. That's right. The Splash Mountain was right there. Because <clears throat> I had never heard of Splash until that trip. Oh, I you're f- right. I, I see. I, 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 I completely that. forgot yeah, about I, that. I, I wonder where it is now. Well, like, I don't know. Because, like, I mean, <clears throat> before you got on the tram, you went through the proper yeah. house yep. where I swear to you I flipped out because uh, there was the there was the barn from the Hannah Montana movie out there it was the, you know that was the first thing you saw um like the little chicken coop she decorated um and then you went in and there were all these statues from the Chronicles of Narnia which I, I loved do recall that, at the yeah. time like there was like Mr. Tumnus and all the statues were there the lamppost was there there was stuff from Roger Rabbit and there was stuff Golden Girls and like everything was labeled and the thing, here's what's funny is I was so upset that I had to keep you know moving forward to get onto the actual attraction <laughs> that I couldn't just stand there and read every single sign of every single prop and that thing was floor to ceiling full of props and so like I was so mad that I could not read every single thing because again that was such a magical thing to me because we were part of that generation where movie magic and props were still a very interesting thing which I think to a lot of people props and costumes can still be very exciting to see. Yeah that's, that's um, a great part of um what I loved about great movie ride honestly was just like seeing like Scarlett yeah. O'Hara's dress or like something from um um Beverly Hills Beverly Hills was it Oz yeah, or that kind anything. Of thing. That still draws people yeah. in I'm sure. Exactly. Well, like, I mean, there's still, like, museums exhibits that are, like, costumes and stuff and props that people will still pay money to go to. But, like, that was such an exciting thing to me because with a prop warehouse, that was something they could keep current and switch out all the time. And they did. Like, even up to the very end, they switched out those props and added and took away. And, like, I mean, for God's sake, I mean, at the time I went, Hannah Montana was at its height. Of popularity and they had the whole barn there and that was such a big thing for me because I loved the show I was super excited to see it but it, there was just so many things in that prop warehouse that I was obsessed with and then you went on and you loaded on the tram and again I was that kid who when the little side opened up I sat there and I was like how are we going to get on <laughs> and then the side opened up and I was like oh my god I literally pictured it in my head <laughs> I know, I'm like, like oh. you such awe, weren't you? <laughs> I was. And then what's funny is that we went to the Animal Kingdom the next day, the same thing happened for Little Girls Parties. I was like, oh, what is this witchcraft? <laughs> the, the, little, the little reel, reel oh open the door. Yes. I was so excited. Put a pin in it. Um, so we get on, and I am just like, ecstatic and we're going through and we start the tour and we get to see the earful tower yes the original icon of the park which is weird that it was just like always in the back i'm so so triggered now (laughs) (laughs) so you got to go past the earful tower and there was like all these fun hedge cut like topiaries that were like fantasia and all kinds of stuff and then you would go into that building you were talking about and what i really loved about that building was they had the costume department and the makeup department and obviously you know there this wasn't for like the movies anymore the tv shows it was basically for characters where they got dressed um because if you looked close enough you could see the Mm -hmm. makeup charts for like princesses and which is true like that that sure really (sighs) truly was a backstage tour like you were actually going to where the cast members would walk to get to the actual park 
<clears throat> I hated it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved that section because, like, they also went past, like, um, the warehouse where they would, like, build sets and stuff, which obviously wasn't made for sets, but, like, it was still, like, a repair shop, so you could still see things that were being repaired around the park, which, me being a theme park nerd, also excited me anyway. Um, and then there was the costume department where you could see where they made the because co- for the longest they did make the costumes for a lot of oh, the yeah, parts in that building, and, yeah. like they mm-hmm. would do costume repair in that building so like it, it stayed functional so like I went past and there were people repairing and making costumes and all this stuff which I was just thought was the coolest thing and like in that area that's where you would see the costumes and for me I think it was a costume of like I know there was the high school musical one because it was yep. around the same time you did it. Um, it was something there was the high else school though. One, and then there were there were a bunch. I think there were Pirates of the Caribbean ones because Pirates of the Caribbean was still very popular. Um, those costumes got switched out like all the way up to the end because they. I remember they had like Maleficent and stuff there in, at one point. Yeah, that had to like, be like there. 2013, um, 20. No, it had to be like, yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I I I didn't see those because I went way before that. But like, it was still like they switched those out all the time. But like, that was super cool, super cool to see costumes right there up close and to like see people working on. I mean, granted they weren't movie productions, but their productions around the Disney parks. No, yeah, they're, they're, it's still very cool. I mean, <laughs> um, <coughs> we're all costumes. We all got allergies in spring. <laughs> Um, but uh, then you would go off and you would go to the boneyard and you would see like I remember the Rocketeer. Oh, I love the Rocketeer. I love the Rocketeer. Yeah, I mean there was stuff for the Rocketeer and there was stuff for Flight of the Navigator. I loved Flight of the Navigator, um, so that was super exciting to see. Um, and then, I mean there was other stuff there. There were uh, I think there was Herbie back Wasn't there. Wasn't Corolla Deville's car? Oh no, I'm thinking of Paris. Uh, Never mind. In Paris, they have Corolla Deville's car there. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I I know there was more vehicles back there. I just can't recall all of them. Oh, the, the steamroller from Who Framed Roger Rabbit was there. The one that flattened uh, Doom. That was wasn't there. Like a, wasn't there some kind uh, of submarine yeah, there was a back submarine. there, too? I think there was. I, th- I think there was a submarine from either I can't like remember, Pearl I Harbor. Say, I can't remember what like, movie it was from. I just remember. I know it wasn't 20,000 no, things, no, but I know. I, I want to say it was Pearl Harbor, honestly. It might be. I think it was. I think there were quite a few vehicles from Pearl Harbor because the movie had like just come out a couple, like a few years before when I went. But that was super exciting for me. Um, again, I was just enthralled by the song because I was still very wrapped up in like the whole, you know, me coming from like the middle of the country, not being able to see anything Hollywood or production related. It was very exciting for me. Still. Yeah, it's it is really um, it's cool though. I'm it's cool that you it's you got to experience something that you would never get to experience otherwise so it yeah was... by, by no means me in the middle of here in kentucky by no means would i've ever yep. experienced anything similar to that and so that's why it was still very exciting to me um even if it was like near the end of its lifespan uh but then you know we got to go to Catastrophe canyon and i was ready this thing I'd seen on my VHS here. tapes all the years. Yeah. I was ready. It was here. <laughs> it was in front of me. I was excited. The explosions happened. It started shaking. The tanker truck moved and like the water tank busted open and like all the flood came down and the rain came down. And like 
the gas tanks were exploding and I was just <laughs> so excited that your I was eyes were like, just blown oh. up. They were, they were huge. I was so enthralled with all this. And like all like and it, it was still so interesting because that the sound of the amount of water that came out oh of my it was God, deafening. Like you could not hear you could not hear anything. And that was still so insanely impressive to me that like I mean they, they had the they had the horn blowing the entire time for that tanker truck. And like you could feel that fire, that explosion was huge when the the uh, oil pump would explode, and like it had like the the uh, like the power lines and everything, and the cars were all shaking back and forth. It w- I genuinely found it thrilling um, and exciting to be like rocked back and forth in this vehicle with no seatbelt. <laughs> doesn't begin with um, me here. <laughs> it, it did. It, it did not in that moment. It definitely did, but it felt like it did. Um. But, like, when, like, I mean, it was fun because, like, I was on the side closest and, like, I got splashed a little bit. But, like, the really cool part was when all the water dumped from the top. Yeah. And it was literally this curtain of water that you could not see or hear anything on the other side of, which was so insane to me. Because, like, just a couple seconds before, there was fire, there were horns honking, there was, like... It, 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 everything was falling apart falling down and then it was just silence all you could hear was the roar of that water and that was such an insane moment to me that like it was everything I was so excited the amount of water so excited. used though like it was it was, it was always it was recycled always that what was cool yeah cause they would take you about they would take you around the back and say like this can be reset like it was like three minutes or something like that it was a fast time where you were like how way now now I'm sure I'm sure a lot of uh, evaporative loss would happen in nice Florida in July and August. Oh yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> in a oh, well, definitely, July, but like Florida summer. No. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 was one of those moments where you were like, I just wish this water would <laughs> flip this. Let me tell over you when I rolled it. Yeah, it was a combination of I'm hungry and I'm like I really want this water on me right now because it was August. <laughs> <laughs> And you really had to be on the edge to get just, like, the tiniest bit splash. Like, it's so funny how so much water can flow straight at you, and by no means you you barely get, like, a sprinkle of it. <clears throat> uh, but then they take you around the back, and then you'd see the whole, the whole, the whole rigs at Catastrophe Canyon, which I also thought was really cool, because, like, it really showed, like, hey, this is a set. This is a facade. This is, you yep. know... It actually because Disney Disney did not do that. They didn't show you that for any other attraction. So to be like, hey, look, it's look how fake it is. Look Sorry. how we tricked you. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. And then you know, obviously, you got to see Walt Disney's private plane while it was there, um, which I heard it was actually hollowed out. There was nothing in there. The that is what we were there. told at traditions. Well, not traditions, but like our training day. Yeah, there so like there is the nothing plane. in that yeah. plane, which is crazy. And also, the other half of that plane was not but a like, great movie ride. Mm-hmm. No, that that plane, that that's the Jungle Cruising great movie ride plane, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I think contrary it's contrary to popular that's... belief. Yeah, yeah. It was not Walt Disney's plane or anything, but that that Walt Disney plane was so cool. Then you got to go past the streets of America and like 
see lights, motor, action if it was going at the time, which yep. it was for us. So I was, I, I mean, I again, I thought that was cool to be close to be super close to lights, motor, action, and get an angle you weren't. I never get saw that show actually. Show. Oh. I didn't either. Uh, the, what I worked I saw in that little part across from me, <laughs> but I never saw it. Uh, I'll admit, you, you did you did you do it when you were in Paris? There's one in. Oh no, it wasn't open. It wasn't. Oh okay. Because that because that's where it originally came yeah. from. Because like that the year of a million dreams, it was like we're bringing yeah, rides it, all around the world. It was funny because when I world. went, a lot of the rides at studios in Paris weren't open. Like um, the Coke Rock and Roller Coaster wasn't open. Lights Motor Action wasn't open. The one show they had in that park wasn't open. We we got we got really? everything done in like an hour. I just went back to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Hey, did you get to? Did you get at least to do? Did you do the uh, the crush coaster? We did all the That's major of, attractions in that ride in an hour. No, awesome. I take that back. We That's did it in time. like two, and then we went back to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> Still, I mean, like that's a I'm lot. Like, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, um, some of the things that I thought were like, so, I mean, I mean, and then that was the end. You went to the gift shop, but like. Still, for me, growing up, I loved this track. I was so excited to finally get to do this, and it did not disappoint me at all, which is funny, because I know a lot of people would go in and they'd be like, oh, that wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. But to me, I was just so excited to see props and behind-the-scenes things at the park. You were preparing like, your it, whole young it, life to see it from the VHS player. Skywalker was prepared. I, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, I was, but, like, it's so funny because, like, it didn't disappoint me like you think it would because it wasn't as exciting as what even originally was, and people still didn't find it that exciting when it originally opened. But, yeah, like, people, pe- people and they, they enjoyed it, but people didn't find it as exciting where like I'm sure it was exciting when you know I mean when it did open they were actively filming things were happening um the reason the filming stopped was funny enough Catastrophe Canyon it was so loud that it was messing with the boom mics and everything um it like in the sets like on set on like if they were out in the back lot it was messing with it if they were in the production studios it was messing with it because Catastrophe Canyon was just that loud hmm and so, yeah, and so people didn't want to, uh, people were not going to pay to film at Hollywood Studios. So that's really when they finally decided to shut down production. Hey. There. Which is, I mean, it's crazy because, like, I watched shows growing up that were filmed at Hollywood Studios that I didn't realize, like the new Mickey Mouse Club with Brittany and Justin and Christina and uh, JC and everybody. That's that was right. It was in um, where Frozen is now, isn't it? No, no, it's in, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's in no, no, no. Yeah, because yeah, like I mean, that was part of the attraction was you could go and like you you could go in like these like glass boxes and look down on the sets. Uh, obviously, if you didn't have tickets to go to the production, uh, but yeah, and there was this other there was this Playhouse Disney show that I loved, and it was also filmed there, and it was called Story Time with it was Sing Along with Belle. Yeah, Story Time yeah, with Belle, yeah, one yeah. Of the two. And it was Belle and, like, this talking book. Like, it had nothing to do with Beauty and the Beast. It was just Belle and this talking book, and she would tell stories to children. What did the book do? And I loved it. What was the book's purpose? I don't know. I I don't know. He liked it. I don't know. I remember he had a face. So why she gotta tell the story? He's a book. (laughs) 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 I think... 
Maybe he saw the saw told the story and she like interjected with stuff and whatnot. I don't remember. It was it was very cute. I I really enjoyed the show. Questions. Um, (laughs) I mean, you can if, if you look up. If you look it up on YouTube, you can find like clips of episodes. You can you can find um stuff on YouTube about it because it, it ran for a while. Um, yeah, and uh, and then Regis and you remember what Regis filmed? In? He was very yeah, Disney. Yeah, out there, didn't um, he? Back in the day. Uh, well, whenever whenever talk shows would come to Disney World, they would film. Yeah, there. they did a lot there. So that they they genuinely did film a lot. And if you've ever read the Kingdom Keepers books the first book um part of it takes place inside of one of the production uh like sound stages because i mean the the, the first book was written okay I'm when gonna it be was still honest. in gm i've never read a kingdom keepers book they're actually oh, very no, I'm sure good they are i just them. i and if it becomes the chance to yeah well i bought them from a friend and i ended up getting I was in college when I read them. Like, they came out the entire time I was a child. Like, from the very early 2000s to, like, 2010, I think, was, like, the last book. Or, no, the last book was, like... I was out of high school when the last book came out. Hmm. Yeah. It, it it was a series that... There's, like, eight books. So... Like, it ran... So it ran for a good bit. Almost so the it ran for a good bit, then. Yeah, but like the first book, it was still MGM Studios. In the book, it refers to it as MGM Studios, and they go, yeah. And, and part of it, it, part of that book is um, the kit, the main characters of the story. Um, they are in one of the sound stages for wow. MGM Studios. That really not age well, then, huh? It did not. But that's what's really that's what I like about the books is they they they, they change with oh, the changes good, in the parts. Yeah. So although although like I mean I haven't read them all, but like the first few all kind of take place way back in the day, and then the later ones take place, you know, closer to modern times. Um, but I just I don't know. I just think the backlot tour was a really interesting attraction. I thought it was it wasn't unique it by was any means, but it, it was special. It was special because it was it was the Disney version of what everybody knew Universal for. Yeah, isn't that, what, isn't that what MGM is essentially in a nutshell? Yes, we ain't ready exactly. for that conversation yet though. Oh. That's a whole that's a whole episode. <laughs> it that that totally is an episode, but I just I don't know. I, I think it's I do know I don't know what I'm saying I don't know. Just to have it. <laughs> but I loved the attraction. I know there were a lot of people who also love the attraction and there were also people who hated the attraction but then loved it when it went away. Fake fans. Yeah, I called y'all out. Fake, Fake fans. You weren't you aren't like me freaking out about you the door. From the, from the beginning. <laughs> I can't. That's so funny. Um, but like, I, I think it, something that I think is like really, really cool before we like hop off the topic and do plugs and all that. Um, I think it's cool that the original tour was a tram tour and a walking studio tour, which is which it literally tried to combine two of Universal's attractions. Universal's tram tour. Um, when the park opened, it had a tram tour. Universal Orlando. Mm-hmm. If you guys didn't know, um, it tried to combine their tram tour and kind of pull elements from Hollywood as well. 
but it also try to battle that with you know this is where we film our Disney Channel shows where at Universal you could go and walk around Nickelodeon Studios and it was basically almost this almost the same experience except better um than the the second part of the tram tour because the tram tour was like look you can see you know the Mickey Mouse Club and you can see Belle and you can see all these stars that you see on DC Channel on your favorite shows where Nickelodeon was open and you could do the same thing you could see them filming your favorite TV shows and game shows and whatnot so like I I think it's I think it's interesting to see how Disney tried to smush two popular attractions I feel like that was kind of its downfall though in a way I do too because I I think it made the attraction. Yeah, too much it was. To I like just you saying that kind of made me feel overwhelmed. Well, like you said, you said the original attraction was like a three-hour tour type thing, right? So, yeah, it was a three-hour tour with like a break. You had to have a break in the middle. Like I'll give you an example. What I like, it's kind of like what you just said, Victoria. It's kind of overwhelming is the word that I might use. Um, we went we went to the uh, the Warner Brothers studio tour, you know, the the one that they have out in Hollywood. And yeah. That was like an hour and a half tour. And that was that was a good lengthy tour. It was a little rushed, but it was it wasn't too bad. But it was uh, you know, it was mixed a mix of walking and you know, riding on the little vehicles. Um it, it was really it was a cool tour. But uh the thing is though is like you said, with that being three hours altogether, we have like it's one of those things like Warner Brothers is a whole separate attraction. Like you just go there just to do the tour, right? Uh, whereas right. it's like we we had mentioned this, or you guys had mentioned this in the earlier in the podcast about like you know this is inside of a theme park. Like it's a little bit it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like like the like the tram tour in. Uh, Universal Hollywood is 45 minutes. That's about average is what it averages out to, which I think is a good time frame for something. But that's like you, it's like you were saying this is this is something that's in a theme park, right? You know, it, it, but like the one at Hollywood, you were on a legitimate, yes. you were on the the legitimate universe, Universal backlot that's been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. Where this was yep. a backlot that was built in the yep. 80s at the tram tour opened in the 80s. There was no history to it. It was just, oh, look what yep. we've done, you know. We filmed, but, I mean, Newsies was, was filmed it? at Hollywood Studios. The movie, yeah, the movie Newsies was filmed at Hollywood Studios. And then uh, Bette Midler filmed a movie yeah, called I The did, Lottery I didn't at Hollywood that. Studios. That, which wow. was, yeah, because that, that, was, that was a big brunt of the tour was they were talking about Bette Midler and The Lottery. <laughs> but N- Newsies, the original uh, film, not the musical, but like the film, <laughs> which was a musical, but you, 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 you know what I mean. <laughs> that... <laughs> The that film was filmed at Hollywood Studios on that's cool. that lot in the, the oh, I New York Street. Yeah. I can see that film. But yeah, yeah. I, like, so like no, I was just gonna oh, say like, I'm, that's my point though. Like you know, when you go to these other studio tours, like you know, if you do like an actual studio tour, like like I said at Warner Brothers, you can pay for like an all day experience, right? You know, like you can go pay the money to have a full tour like all day long. Um, but the, the difference is, is people that are interested in that and they want to go to, you know, they want to go do something like that are going to, they're going to maybe go to a dedicated movie studio like that to do it. Whereas, like you said, you know, MGM Studios was just built for that purpose. Whereas it's not actual, you know, it, it wasn't a working movie studio prior to being a theme park. That's, you know what I mean? 
Right. Right. There was always a theme park and a movie studio, and then eventually just a theme park. And I think that's kind of like part of the downfall of this attraction overall is, you know, it was the backlot tour, but this isn't a backlot. I mean, it was never a backlot. You know, I mean, the, yeah. The, it, no, that you're. It was. A I mean, it was a ba- yeah. an active backlot. But it wasn't point. anymore. But like, by the time all three of us experienced it, it was this is not a backlot anymore. This is a special effects yeah. and props tour. Yep. Is what it should have okay. been called. Because you are not going to see anything filmed. You are not going to see any kind of productions. It was, you know, this is just a props and special effects tour, which I was still perfectly content with. Yeah. I no, mean, versus I, I, like personally. the attraction, other attractions in the park, I could kind of see why it kind of like fell down the ladder. Like you had, like, at that point, they had thrill rides. Yeah. I mean, you had Rock and Roller Coaster. You had, um, Tower of Terror and like originally this was there were two halves of the park there was the theme park which was the the indie the Muppets the great movie ride that stuff and then you had the backlot tour which was the other entire half of the park like it was the and entire they cut half it of the park they, like they chopped it up and yeah yeah and they chopped it up they chopped it down so much that it went from three hours to 30 minutes which I, honestly I think the 30 minute tour was perfect I, I think that was probably the amount of time they should have started with which may sound no, it silly makes sense, but, though, but at the know. same time we like we adapted so quickly with like internet and all that like what we spoke about earlier it's just like people's attention spans just can't do it anymore right I mean it, people you know in these days even still have a hard time like watching a full movie at times because we're so used to like YouTube and, and doing it in- TikTok right, and Vine exactly. and short like, form doing video that, bro, that much like like we can't do it like that anymore and I think that was kind of part of it too just uh, like just we just can't do it right well like e- even at that time we still had right. not got to the point we are now so like when all three of us got to experience it we were still we still had enough attention span where we were like I can enjoy this 30 minute attraction where like well, like if, if it was still around today, there'd be no, no way the majority of people could say, oh, I really like that. Me... Oh, good lord. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just want to say something, too, to give an example of, uh, like, my thought process on, like, like an attraction. Like, like I'm going to bring Jurassic Park into it. Like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, whenever since I watched, the, you know, the original Jurassic Park, I would have loved to have had an attraction where, like, you actually get into the, you know, the little, like, DNA presentation in the movie. Like where you, oh, I would have loved. Yeah, to, I would have loved to actually like sit, like have, have a whole experience that. where that—that's kind of like the pre-show, like where you actually sit down and it rotates and does the whole show, and then, then you get to. It's kind of like a yeah. like a ride. <laughs> I'm just quoting him because I love Wait. that line where he's like, "It's kind of like a ride." They just like <laughs> they lift up the lap bar. I'm so happy they yes. have a lap bar for a Carousel of Progress style turntable. They just flipping pushed it open, but uh. <laughs> But no, just and this thing about like you know, and then like you know, when they go into you know, they just kind of walk into the lab, right? Um, you know, they could yeah. have they could have incorporated that and then then you know, go on so forth and then then maybe do the river adventure or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I would be up for like a 40 minute experience like that. I agree, that's why I agree, that's why exactly. I love, I love Rise of Resistance so much because it's like a 15 minute overall experience, you know, the whole the whole attraction. 
see as soon as you to me as soon as you get out of the queue and into the pre-show you know area that to me that's when the attraction starts and that's what's so attractive that's so appealing to me because i i love the length of it I'm, I'm a big fan of lengthy things so like i said you know i would be i would be up for a 40 minute attraction that would not bother me at all yeah i agree right well like it backlot tour like i was saying earlier was really one of our yeah. last legitimately lengthy attractions like the closest we have now is yeah. spaceship earth which can you know is around like 20 something minutes I mean, living with the and like Living with the land's kind of long, but it's long because it's a boat. It's not long because like it's intended yeah. to be. You know what I mean? It's not like right, it's, it's not like plants uh, for a while. It kind of feels long. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I love I love that ride. Unless you're me, and I again, love that ride. But you can only it. look at plants for so long. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the way you said it was perfect. <laughs> you're looking at them plants, man. <laughs> I can't look at them plants for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> but like I mean <laughs> but like I mean that's what I'm kind of talking about is like Rise of the Resistance Spaceship Earth Council of the Progress like these are kind of the long the, the last bits of like long form attractions we have because like we don't have you know um, uh, you know Ellen's Energy Adventure or Universe of Energy anymore uh, I never got or, to do that attraction one? you know Ellen. I did I never got to do Ellen's I did it, and I'm gonna say this, and oh. people are gonna get mad at me. Oh, oh I liked it. Sake, Scott. <laughs> okay, look, I did not say I loved it. I said I liked it. How? Because there. Okay, I'll say this. I I didn't like how much screens it was, but the but to, something that was super cool to me was watching our vehicles go without a track straight okay, into the I'll scene with all the I'll dinosaurs and all the like that was cool and that kind of made up for uh, a lot of the attraction was that um, and I liked that I thought it was cool and when I wrote it the Ellen animatronic wasn't even there anymore so like it, it, it oh, wasn't honey, even it was that crazy and me. cheesy like it was still <laughs> it was not there for me um and if it was, I don't remember it because I just remember I'm everything I'm going to be else. honest. The first time I wrote um, it, I fell asleep on purpose. The second time I wrote it, I tried to actually enjoy it and I fell asleep. And I woke up and I was surrounded by dinosaurs and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but what that cool experience? Wake up the dinosaurs and fall asleep. And then you back. Yeah, and then you're like, I just think like, the radio, <laughs> and then like dinosaurs, and like Ellen, and I'll... there was a radio, and then there was the Big Bang at the very beginning. I don't know. I, I like I said, I didn't love it. I can't say, oh, that was my favorite. It was not, but I can say I enjoyed the time I got to do it because there? there were good jokes. No, I'm like, the I'm not, I'm not cool. joking. Yeah. I really don't remember. Well, <laughs> well like. The whole the whole pre-show was actually a part of the attraction because it, it was one of those kind of last old school Epcot attractions that were long, um, where like the whole pre-show was a big part of the attraction, and it had that whole pre-show with like uh, it had uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in it as Stupid Judy, and there was Ellen and Bill Nye and Alex Trebek, and they were all in this thing. Oh yeah, there was a thing about Jeopardy. I just, that's right. Yeah, because she dreamed, she fell asleep watching Jeopardy, and she ended up on Jeopardy against Jamie Lee Curtis, who was stupid Judy, mm-hmm. um, who was the it was her genius roommate, and like that was one of the that's still to me one of the funniest jokes of any Disney park is 
Bill Nye's, she was like, yeah, I, she was my roommate in college. I had the best nickname for her. And Bill Nye was like, what's that? And it was, she's like, she was a genius. She was my roommate in college. And Bill Nye's like, you know, she's, I had the best uh, nickname for her. Bill Nye says, what's that? And she goes, stupid Judy. <laughs> and I thought that was absolutely hilarious because that's some bull I would pull because I'm not going <laughs> to insult any people. I'd be like, yeah, they were super smart. That, yeah, that was stupid Judy, though. <laughs> That's not an insult. That's just being petty. (laughs) (laughs) That joke to me was on par with Scooby-Doo when Daphne's like, hey, you, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Loved it. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I think that's what made Backlot. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's what made (laughs) I think that's what made Backlot tour so unique because it was really that kind of last long long standing like long form attraction we had but I think it's time we hop back into our time over and head back to present times what do you guys think? I gotta watch some YouTube videos it's fine with you (laughs) I mean I gotta get this back to Dr. Seeker really fast so we're gonna yeah let's hop in real quick buckle the (laughs) yellow strap yellow strap you good tug on the yellow strap don't forget okay okay we're good we're good we're good okay I don't have sound effects. So make- We're not gonna make it. <laughs> Boom. Okay. We made it. Oh, great. We are back. We are back in uh, yeah. 2020. Oh, um, <laughs> Facts. Facts. But we're back. We got the time rover back in time. Dr. Marsh did not see it, luckily. You have an extra passenger, um, extra large, but- though. <laughs> Yeah, Detachment oh. Canyons in the back. Oh, that was something that was something I was gonna mention. I didn't. I decided about a year ago that if I ever did drag, my drag name was gonna be Catastrophe Canyons. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because you can make oh, fun of all you want. I think it's hilarious. And I I know, I know that nobody, nobody on this earth has that as their name. <laughs> And it would be mine, and it would be niche. And if I ever got on a TV show, I could shorten it to a catastrophe. Yeah, and yeah, not we get gotta make sure you don't get sued. <laughs> Just like Miss Britta and Miss Jan on season 12 of Drag Race. Their names are Britta Filter and Jan Sorted. So now they are just... Wait. They are just Britta Wait, is that why? Is Jan. that why their name is it's just Jan now? Is that really why? That's why oh it's just God. Jan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I never, I didn't know that. I seen you that, your video on that. I was like, Jan, that's it. It's like <sighs> that is literally that is literally why oh she gosh. she made a whole deal on the show of her just going, yeah, it's just, just Jan. Jan now. And so, like every time they announce it, they'd be like, Jan. I thought that was a little Jan. funny though. I was like, she was. I was like, her name's just Jan. Like everybody else was, just, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of right. whimsical. It has some. It's different. It's funny. No, it's Jan, but it's because her name is Jan Sport. <laughs> she couldn't wild. use it. And that's why Britta was shorted to Britta instead of Britta Filter. Which, why, okay, my thing is, why is Filter the one you drop? Is it Britta? <laughs> so, that was an ugly laugh, but that is so true. <laughs> I was just sitting there, I was like, that made me being like, you know, <laughs> that made me being like, uh, Nestle Nesquik, but I only shorted I mean, at that point, they need to get to. <laughs> Well, I'm just confused. I mean, Britta, like Britta, that's it. <laughs> Why is Britta like the actual brand, right? Like, I'm I'm just, 
Yeah, like Brita is the brand, and then Filter is not the brand. It is a filter. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. I'm may, sorry, maybe, we're so off topic. Maybe but... all they have copyrighted is Brita Filter. I don't know. That don't make any sense. <laughs> Who <don't> knows? Know. <laughs> Change the spelling. <laughs> Put an apostrophe. Brita. <laughs> but. Thank you guys for coming on this theme park throwback with me. Thank you for going all the way back to the Backlot Tour with me. Um, I had a good time. I hope you guys did too. I really am so glad I had you guys on this episode. I hope we you did. guys had fun. Or I did. Uh, <laughs> I think Victoria had some some memories there, brought up I'm very about the Coke bottle. She she strict. She remembered the Coke bottle, and now that where it, it was a whole thing. <laughs> But before we go, I want to give you guys chances to plug any social medias or anything you have uh, that you would like to share. So, Corey, do you have anything sure. you'd like to share? Um, you can follow me on my YouTube and Twitter at Corey Mathery, just C-O-R-E-Y-M-A-T-H-E-R-Y, just my name. That's my YouTube and Twitter. Um, I also have a Instagram page. You can follow me on there at Daily Theme Park Photos. And um, other than that, I do have a TikTok at Corey Says Yo. I do really dumb stuff on so there. Do so do I, Corey. You can check so me out. Hey, same, same. But um, you can follow me on there I, if you want to. Uh, other than that, though, that's that's about it. I'm telling you, if you guys do not subscribe to Corey on YouTube, you are missing out. And I do not care what anybody says or what Corey says. You are legitimately missing out. He is one of the best theme park vloggers, YouTubers that there that that is out there. His stuff is different. He goes to so many places that I know if you are just a Disney fan, you have not heard of and you are going to be interested in. He did a whole Europe tour. It is so, so, so good. It's such good content and it's so different from any other theme park vlogger that you're going to find. I mean, like, he, what's so cool about you, Corey, specifically with your tube, is you, you, you encompass Disney, Universal, the major parks, but then you also go to these little tiny parks that nobody goes to and like you are doing stuff that the Disney people don't do you're doing stuff the Universal people don't do you're doing stuff that you know the coaster what? people don't do you are like covering everything and I really appreciate so that. thoroughly I, interesting. I do I really appreciate that because that's I, my vlogging style is very similar to other people's like I, I you know the way I vlog the parks is very similar you know actually I don't I don't think it is because other people it is focused on them their face what they're showing off and then you're like, hey, look, here's the park. That's, it's, it, your vlogs are like, I'm walking around I was going to say, that's my, that's my goal. Not, is I, those are my two main goals. I want to I want to show people the actual park. Like, that's my main goal of my video. But I also, uh, I want to show people parks that they would otherwise probably never even heard of. And the only people that probably know the parks is, you know, people that are local to the area. Like, a lot of the smaller places that I go to are places that most people, you know, don't ever go to. Like, there's a... There's a park up in South Dakota that I would love to go to and film just because how many people can say that they've been to that park? You know, it's I love and I like supporting exactly. small parks. I'm a big I'm a big advocate for regional and small, you know, community parks. It makes it makes a difference. I mean, it it, it is supporting small local businesses, what it is, because they are small local businesses, because a lot of these parks across the U.S. that people don't pay attention to are yep. family owned and they are small local businesses just like you know a pizza shop or a boutique or any yeah, of that it's like stuff. it's like when i we uh this past year we did a trip to pensacola florida and uh, panama and we went to a couple smaller places there and uh, one of them was 
um, a kind of a family owned, you know, fun center slash, you know, mini golf type place. And uh, the one in Pensacola yeah. is called Sam's Fun City. And like that place could really use a bump, you know, it, it needs some more people, you know, it needs some more visitors there. I think I and saw it, that it's, one. It's a good park. Like I enjoy myself, but they, it could really use it could use a nice facelift, and I think more people going there would help it out. You know what I mean? Like that those type of parks are important. You know, they're they're just as important as Disney and Universal. Like they're not they they're not they they're are. not in the same realm as like on the cutting edge and stuff. But like as far as like, but you can't expect no, that, and that's not the yeah. And then the, the to me the 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 goal of parks like that is. You have, to a, have good time, a good time, but you might have a person, like a little kid, that's just going to the beach with their family, and that going to that they might stop by there just to stop by there. You know, like okay, we're here, at the, we're going to the beach, but we'll stop by here and just ride a you know a coaster or ride some flat rides or whatever. But th- just just them going to that little place might spark a whole new hobby and a whole new interest for that little kid, or spark a new interest for the parents maybe. Um, I'm all about, I'm an advocate for getting people into being into the hobby of uh, parks. You know, I, I wanted parks to succeed and, um, that's, that's why I try to film my, I try to do my YouTube visits when I visit, you know, different parks. I try to make sure that my, um, my content reflects the park, not just me. Like that's, that's the right. main goal of mine, my YouTube. But I really appreciate all the, the kind words. It's, it's too nice of you. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. I mean, every word of it. And then his other main goal is to blow up and act like he don't know nobody. Facts. <laughs> I get to if I get if I get to a hundred thousand subs. Who are you? Who is she? <laughs> I just saw. I just saw. God, who? The bell was so quiet. Oh. I had to look it up on my TV, and you know how that goes. I had to hey. look it up on my TV. For some reason, you would not come up until I put in like the R of your last name. <laughs> And then great. See, I, I'm getting. Hey, yeah, that, getting that happens. Because before you had to put the whole thing in, so at least it's coming up a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, I'm Tony Victoria. I'm for real. You're going to get lost in these videos. Well, like I said, don't. In. Like, uh, my, my vlogging style, I know it's a little bit different, but it is. I do similar things as other YouTubers. But like I said, it's it's more about the yeah. places that I go. I go to a lot of different places rather than just Disney and well, Universal. It's look, similar I'm here, enough for comfort, I'm different YouTube, enough I'm for here for people that are different, not people that are out here doing the same thing as everybody else. Right. Right. And on, on top of that, too, I don't. I usually don't do things that I normally wouldn't. Like, like <clears throat> if it's something that I wouldn't do, I probably won't film it because, like, a lot of people, like, they're like, oh, man, I need to find my next, you know, big video and I need to film it and get views and all that. I need to do a challenge. I need to show you the same set of ears that everybody else really... showed you. Plus exactly. the 14 yeah. vlogs and 32 Twitters. And I don't I don't really do that kind of stuff. And 532 Instagram. I just, I just can't. Sorry. No, you're that fine. I, I get it. And it's just, it's one of those things I try to, um, Sorry. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're good. That was the cutest that hiccup I've ever heard. It was, though. It was so like <laughs> feminine and ladylike because mine are like every time I hiccup I'm like I, I just got like a, after, you, after you did that I got that picture that one dude is like nice <laughs> nice uh, but um, I guess just on Twitter he like calls me PP and uh, my Instagram he calls me Pineapple Princess um, 
my Twitter just pretty much is just like me ranting about anime at this point right now but I do a little bit of Disney and my Instagram is mainly <laughs> just Disney I just want to say before, you know before we move on I heard the song for the first time on TikTok and it has now become one of my favorite songs and I understand why it is <laughs> your username and everything it's so dang because catchy. it's so catchy it's so cute like, it don't got it's no so business good. being that catchy on these streets <laughs> It does not. And if you guys don't know, it is by Annette Funny Jello. Um, I know that's not her name. Please don't get mad at me. I know it's Funny Jello. Annette, wait. But Annette I will Funny say- Jello is that like is that how you originally read it? Is that why like? No, there was a post one time, and it was like, "Guess the celebrity," and it was literally a butterfly <laughs> net. Somebody <laughs> laughing and Jello. It's like one of them gibberish challenges. <laughs> and it was, and I was like. I knew it instantly because I was like, Annette Funny Jello. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so now her name was Annette Funny Jello in my head and not Annette Funny Jello. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> but most definitely. Um, and I highly suggest you uh, follow Victoria for all her interesting and uh, amazing things that she does. I thoroughly enjoy the opinions you put out there. And, um, I don't know. I just enjoy you as a person overall. I enjoy like what you have to say. I think I find you. I find you not being afraid to go against That's the grain. So interesting. Thank you. I feel. <coughs> I feel bad too. I don't. I don't think I'm following you on Twitter anymore. I just realized that I need to refollow. I you. don't even know who I follow anymore. To be honest. I was gonna say I don't see. This is my problem. Like, when I get on Twitter, I usually just get on there to spout random crap that don't mean anything. But. <laughs> That's usually so. Like, I don't. Isn't that all of us? I'm not, I'm not always. <laughs> well, like, I get on there. <laughs> That's what the app is. Yeah, pretty much. Right? But I get on there. I do get on there for news, though, because I like there is a lot of really good theme park, um, theme park, not news people, but like actual theme park Twitter, like like Kentucky Kingdom's yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. is right. superb. If you guys don't follow Kentucky Kingdom's Twitter, you have to. They just got into a. Oh, rap that was so awesome! The, uh, oh like a gosh. month ago. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) They came at bars. But as (laughs) just they they both did. (laughs) Flat bars. Um, (laughs) But as for me, you guys can follow me on Twitter at at scott zero one or look up dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at dyslexic ninety six, and you can follow me on TikTok at dyslexic. Um, I'm doing a lot of new and exciting games and activities during quarantine and whatnot to keep everybody entertained because I enjoy entertaining people. So, you know, I'm doing lives on TikTok. I'm doing lives on Instagram. And, I'm doing and before, on Instagram. Before we I'm get too far, since stuff. you want to lavish us with compliments, we're gonna, I'm going to lavish you with your TikTok because you have some of the oh most TikTok yes. ideas out there. I live. And people, people are already <laughs> I appreciate them. it. Uh, we're not going to get into that, but they yes, are. They are. Um, yes. yes, they are. And no, but that's tea for another time. By tea, I mean, I by tea, I mean, I don't care enough to actually exactly. talk about it, <laughs> but it's interesting. Um, I just wanted to mention that, but no, you really, you really, your 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 content on TikTok, yeah, you're I really it, enjoy it. It's it's uh, your your theme park, your theme park. I appreciate is, that. Is really, I'm really into it. You and you, I appreciate that. And I your just best try to make move, people laugh. in my opinion, your best move. Is your tower oh my God, drops? Yes. I really enjoy that. 
I have two jokes. It is Jungle Cruise makes me laugh and Tower of Terror drops. And those are well, my two jokes. I, like, I don't know why, but I get a picture of you like like dropping it like it's hot like whenever you do that so like when it, i'm just picturing like because you can't see the bottom like we are like so i'm just like That's i'm trying to picture what you I do, do it because you you're you're like free falling it's awesome you did a good job uh, thank you i appreciate that um i am a monster <laughs> <laughs> no that's really good though scott <laughs> but i appreciate that um and uh just before we go i'm gonna plug a couple things for me personally that Ooh. i'm starting to do uh, Victoria actually took part in uh, one of them the other day. Uh, I did. I'm doing games and stuff on Instagram Live now. So I did a theme park. Who wants to be a millionaire? Um, I am eventually uh, coming up soon. There will be um, a couple oh, lip sync battles between me and somebody else. <laughs> oh, everybody's invited, but like oh, th- this no, has been kind of a secretive project. No, I'm still working it out. um but there's gonna be more quizzes and all kinds of stuff because i've like for some reason made it some for some reason i've taken this on as a dedication for me to try to entertain everybody during quarantine which i know is not something i can do but i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) um but with all that that being said thank you guys so much for joining up for joining us for another episode um if you enjoyed it uh make sure that you uh you know you share with your family and friends and give us a rating you know, if you really enjoyed it, and then if you really, really, really enjoyed it, you can find all of season one and season two of Dyslexic and season one of Ultimate Imagineer, my theme park design reality competition, um, on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, etc., and so on. Uh, new content, new episodes coming out every week with new guests because it is a new season. And there's crazy new topics and all kinds of new experiments going on at this podcast. And I really appreciate you guys listening every week. I put my heart and soul into this, and I'm so happy that you guys enjoy it for those of you who listen. <clears throat> um, and right before we go, the last thing I want to say to everybody is please stay safe, wash your hands, social distance, self-quarantine if you need to, take care of your mental health and your physical health. I love you all, and I hope you're doing well. And I will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.